L.O.P. in the building. My life been a movie, I should have filmed it. Nicely with the pen game, pops taught me to spit game. Get your cameras ready, we heavy catch when I'm in frame. Product, opinionated, but I'm coming through smooth with it. I be kicking back, you could Google it. Bring a block to the booth, get the truth, just another lane lock. I'm a Crown Heights legend, still repping the same block. Whoa. You are now listening to the Life of Product podcast. Yeah, what up, what up, man? It's your boy Product. You're now locked into the Life of Product podcast. This is episode 63. Let's go with y'all. I'm going to start the show by saying thank you to everybody who is rocking with the show on some real realness, right? I did not expect the YouTube numbers to start jumping up. I, I knew I knew the streaming numbers were going to do pretty good at a certain point, when, especially when we started reaching like different countries, different states, different cities. I was like, all right, we, on, we, we lit. We on deck. But <clears throat> the YouTube numbers is really climbing up. And I just want to personally tell y'all, for y'all that are watching, for y'all that are listening, thank you very much. Thank you for rocking with the show. Also, thank you for not sending me hate mail. <laughs> y'all told y'all before, man. People be going in, they be like wanting to go in depth with the disagreements and stuff. And that's cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's all right. Listen, man, you you disagree with something I said, it's all good. You, you're digital. I'm never going to meet you, most likely. You don't want to meet me. Like, you don't want to try that real life. But what I'm saying is it's okay to disagree with me. I'm cool with that. You know what I'm saying? But the fact that y'all are showing so much love, man. I got to show love back. <clears throat> I'm actually on, on the next show for episode 64. I'm going to run a contest. I'm going to announce the contest on the next episode. And I'm going to announce it on my, my Instagram. So go to Instagram.com slash Life of Product. L-I-F-E-O-F-P-R-O-D-U-K. You know what I'm saying? We on deck, baby. It's your boy Product, a.k.a. Suplex P. Bong Bongs, episode 63. Episode 63 is the Kendrick Lamar album review. Bong, 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 bong. Yo, that Kendrick album is serious. That Kendrick album is incredible. Like, I'm not a Kendrick stan. I'm a fan, but I'm not a stan. <clears throat> I am a I am a fan. I've been a fan ever since uh the first album. Uh, what was it called again? Uh, the one that came out before. Well, actually, that first album really wasn't his first album. I believe his first album was Section 88. I didn't hear Section 88 <clears throat> until the first album actually came out. Then I went back and listened to Section 88, and it was cool. So I'm, I'm a fan. Yo, the boy Kendrick did his thing. The boy, the boy Kendrick did his thing, and... What I think is even more incredible, this is his last album on TDE. Now, it's when I first heard that this was his last TDE album, I was like, yo, is there a beef going on with him or TDE? Is, is he like upset or something like that? But the good thing is there's not. He He's leaving gracefully. I guess his contract is up. You know, at a certain point, when, you, when you're an artist as big as Kendrick Lamar, it's only right you move on to do your own thing. You know what I'm saying? Shouts out to Top Dog. Shouts out to Punch. Shouts out to the whole TDE roster, J-Rock. So I think I think TDE is one of the dopest labels out there. You you got labels right now, and they whole rosters on the radio, and the whole roster is trash. <laughs> Yo, I'm, I'm not naming names because I don't want. And, and I say that respectfully. A lot of these labels are trash. These a lot of these labels right now that got these deals with these radio stations and whoever, and these distributors, whoever is at the forefront, at the top tier. Of this that's that's. Moving the strings on these puppets, y'all are doing a great job because the music is so trash. It's it's y'all force feeding is so good, making people seem like think it's good. Y'all really making people think it's good. This Kendrick Lamar album is unique in every aspect. It is amazing, and what what I think uh, what I like about this Kendrick Lamar album, it's in a different class outside of any album that dropped this year. A lot of good albums dropped this year. You got the Pusha T album, um, 
the Tanner Talk 4 album, the Benny the Butcher Dog, that album was incredible. The Earth Gang album, Snoop is Snoop Boy, uh, uh, Death Row dropped the album on his own label. That Wiz Khalifa, Smoke Dizza, and um, Big Crit album, I ain't even see that coming out of nowhere. I went on Apple Music one day and I was like, oh, let me check this out. Album is incredible. So some good albums dropped. Really, really good albums dropped. So you can't, you can't, you can't, but the thing about the Kendrick album, you can't really compare it to any other album that dropped this year. And I'm, I'm going to tell y'all in my personal opinion why you can't compare it. It's 18 tracks. It's a double album. So one through nine, one through nine. This album is very much centered around his life right now and what led up to where he's at. And he, he reveals a lot of things on his album that, you, you know, you don't really see him on social media tweeting. You don't see him on Instagram posting. You don't see him going live. He's not one of those type of artists. They, he doesn't do that. You know, him, people like J. Cole, they don't do that. The, the man is in Africa right now filming a documentary. This is how different Kendrick is. Very high, very high levels of black men when it comes to this type of artist. And I respect it 110%. So his album is in a whole different category. I feel like this album was therapy for him. We we all have our own forms of therapy. So I told y'all before, my form of therapy is my podcast, still being an artist, making music, working out is my therapy. All of that, those three things are my therapy. And I've, I've needed to full-fledged 110% go into these forms of therapy, especially the last two years of my life with a lot of the things that I went through and the pandemic <laughs> on top of that. So I believe he said at one point, he, I, not writer's block, but he wasn't inspired. And that happens to artists. And, and these people, you know, he he released incredible albums, even curated and executive produced, I believe, that album for the Black Panther soundtrack. He was allowed to take a break, let that man take a break. I, and I know for like a last few years, we was all like, yo, when that Kendrick album dropped, and when he dropped an album, then we heard rumors about it. Then we got the Heart Part 5. I'm a little upset the Heart Part 5 is not on that album. I don't know why it's not on the album, because they still they got sample clearance for it. And it's on streaming platforms. It's on DSPs. That that hard part five dog, I literally listened to it once. I watched the video once. I it's so good, I can't watch it again. I can't because it, it just did something to me. You know what I'm saying? Seeing him seeing the face changing stuff, seeing him knock out that performance shot in one go, in in, in one take. I'm, I'm not sure how many takes it took, but it's straight through. Seeing him do that straight through. Seeing the face changes of Nipsey and Kobe. When I saw the Nipsey and the Kobe face changes, I was like, dog, I, I kind of got choked up. I'm not going to lie to you. To hear him rapping from the perspective of Nipsey Hussle, forgiving the shooter, sending messages to the fans, to, the, to his family and stuff like that, it takes very high levels of artistry to do that. I wish it was on the album. You know what I'm saying? Even though I can't, I can't bring myself to listen to it or watch the video again, I still wish it was on the album because the Yo, it's like, it's, it, it, it sucks for some fans that have to listen to the album, back out, then go listen to the single. But this this album was was therapy for that man, you could tell. You know, it it takes a, a, a high level of strength to talk about some of the things that he talked about on his album. I love the N95 track, which is the second track on the album, for him saying, take off the fufu, take off to this, you ugly, you know what I'm saying? You out of pocket, but it's real. It's real. He's saying, take off the filters, take off this, take off that. What do you have? What's on the inside? There's a message to like every song. I thought it was shocking that he had Kodak Black on the album. <clears throat> I think it was dope. <clears throat> I think it's dope him and he he for for, for Kendrick to work with a, uh, a Kodak Black to see J Cole work with uh, Twenty One Savage. I think that's dope. 
let's keep it real. Kodak Black and 21 Savage, not the most lyrical artist, right? I, I feel like 21 Savage got better after he started uh, uh, collaborating with J. Cole, but nobody ever says that because so that shows that the potential was there. So I feel like for them to collaborate with these artists, it's not a fad. Like they didn't just rock with these artists because they thought it was cool. Like, like clout chasing, they're not clout chasers. I feel like they genuinely have love and respect for these artists. They, they might genuinely rock with their music. I ain't see that coming. And the fact they don't collaborate with everybody. I'm pretty sure getting getting a, a, a Kendrick verse and a J. Cole verse is very hard. It, it's got to be hard. Like, that's not... Though, those, those are artists where they put their reputation over money. They put their artistry and reputation over streams and downloads. So you know, you can't just be Joe Schmo off the street and get a verse from these dudes. It's not happening. What I love about the album also is the fact that the mixing sounds different. See, I don't know. See, a lot of us that actually make music, we 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 get it. The mixing and the mastering sounds totally different from like other albums out now. So where you it it, it kind of has, I want to say, a digital analog feel. Like you might have to turn it up a little. You might have certain sounds, like certain synths in the background. That's like it sounds like it was up, <clears throat> but then he pushed it back a little more to make room for the vocals. If that sound, if that, if that, if you understand what I'm saying. So sonically. This album is different from any other album out right now. And, you know, to do that, that's something that you do on purpose. That's not something that no, nobody's going to just mess up on, and do that unless you're a bad engineer. That was done on purpose. That You got to understand Kendrick is a top tier artist. That was done for a purpose. That was done for a purpose. What purpose? I'm guessing to sound different. <laughs> I don't exactly know. I don't know that bit. I like the fact that the song order is how it is. The song, to have a song like We Cry Together with Taylor Page, first of all, that's, that song touched the nerve for a lot of us. So to have a song like We Cry Together, followed by um, the love song, Purple Hearts, with Ghostface Killer and, and um, Summer Walk is incredible. That's genius. Because you just, cheat, he changes, if you listen to how the song goes, with We Cry Together, how it ends, and it goes into that. Shut the F up when you hear love talking. And that's real in the black community because we be in these toxic relationships and then our family and friends always got something to say. Yo, shut shut up. This is love right here. This is love. And we're going to keep loving each other. You know, but that's another. We're going to we're going to touch down the second half of the show. G is the boy product like a podcast. <laughs> Shouts out to Anchor Alpha Band for the distribution for the sponsorship. We'll be right back with the second half of the show. Episode 63. Yeah, what up, what up, man? It's Boy Product. We're now back with the Life of Product Podcast, episode 63. This is the Kendrick Lamar album review. Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. This is an instant classic, dog. Instant classic. Let's get straight into it. I don't I don't know who produced that We Cry Together joint. I got to go look at that. Um, Shouts out to Taylor Page. Shouts out to Taylor Page. Taylor Page is incredible. She's an, an incredible. She's an actress, and you can hear the acting ability in audio format for the song that she did with Kendrick. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure maybe, you know what I mean? I'm not saying she didn't write the verse. I don't know if she wrote the verse or not. But Taylor Page is incredible. Her performance on this track, it's like, yo, this, all right. I love y'all for that song, but I'm upset with y'all for that song because y'all opened up some old emotions in many of us, all right? Y'all made me want to go hit my BM and be like, oh, and another thing, come back to the last argument we had years ago. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yo, dog, listen, man. Very high levels of beautiful toxicity in that song. If you if you've never been in a relationship that had an argument like that, you ain't lived yet. You ain't lived. You ain't seen nothing. You ain't seen nothing. That that relationship that you in right now, fake, phony. It's phony. 
if you know, if you listen to me, listen to me, good. If you have never been in a toxic type style relationship at whatever age you're at in life, yeah, you have not lived. You will, you will not seek greatness in a relationship department if you have not been through that. Dog, we will, we've all been through, well, most of us have been through a relationship where the argument got so heated and bad. Y'all end up having sex after that. You know what I'm saying? It's it's happened. Yo, yo, man. Look, man, at one point in life, somewhat whatever years ago, over a decade ago, I was in a toxic relationship like that. Now, I'm not saying her toxicity was bigger than my toxicity, but we went through some things. And I lost count how many arguments we had where we just ended up having sex after that. You know what I'm saying? We, we've had arguments where... I had my, y'all, I remember one argument in particular. I had my keyboard by the door. I had a bag by the door. And she was like, if we had many arguments before that. And she was like, if you walk out that door, boom, 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 boom. Me being me, shut the fuck up. Then we ended up having sex after that. <laughs> we ended up having sex. I think, I think we went to Jersey that day. We took the kids and we put the kids in the whip. I had a charge. I think we went to Jersey that day. Like, like, cause we was both off for like the next two, three days or whatever. So we ended up taking a trip and we, you know what I'm saying? I worked for an airline. She worked for a, a big hotel chain and we went and got like a big hotel suite for like $40 and just chill. And we and pretended like nothing happened. The, this is the, the funny part about that. There was no argument. You know what I'm saying? You would have thought there was no argument. There was a huge argument before that. I'm literally on the Garden State, one hand on the, on the steroid, hold her here with the other hand, kids in the back, yeah, yeah, daddy. Yo, it's wild. But if you have not been there, if you have not experienced that, you haven't lived yet. You have not lived yet if you have not experienced that. And I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not encouraging y'all to go out there and experience that. It's not what I'm telling you to go do. But if you haven't experienced it, you haven't really lived yet. You you have not, dog. You, you haven't. Um... That's real love right there. See, see the love that y'all be seeing on the internet, the love that y'all be seeing with the with the selfies and the MCMs and the WCWs. That ain't, that ain't real. That's that's bullshit. It is. It, it ain't real. It, it's I'm I'm not saying that y'all don't really love each other, but that ain't the real stuff. That's that's for the internet. The real the real love is that argument when you walk through the door from work or you walk in two three o'clock in the morning after hanging out with your cousins in the club. That's what a real that's that's where it's really at. <laughs> Yo, man. Mm. That was a different era in life, man. I'll never go back to that. Thank God that happened in my 20s. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I am not going through that right now, but I, I love this Kendrick album. This Ken, Kendrick, I feel like Kendrick, like many, like many black men, have been through things. We a lot of us have been through things. And a lot of us need to release what we've been through. It's a different, it's a different set of energy. Uh, in a black man, when you've been stressed out, when you've experienced things, you know, there's a part in the album when his girl asks him, do you have a problem? You know, he said he was texting different women, things like that. A lot of us men have hit a point in life when we was younger, where we were feeling ourselves. You know what I'm saying? You was you was bagging women, women were gravitating towards you. I'm not saying that they're not gravitating towards you now, because <laughs> bang, bang. It's not what I'm saying. But as you experience things and you get older, you realize that a lot of us men, we have a, a superpower. And a lot of us use it wrong. We use our superpower wrong. And I feel like he realized that. And he realized that <clears throat> he had to grow up at a certain point to not to not only not lose his superpower, but not to lose himself and his children and his lady. You know what I'm saying? Um, There was parts of the album that really 
had me sit back like, yo, this man is human. Because some of these artists are so good, we might forget that they're human. I, I love the Auntie Diary song. Where he's rapping about how his aunt was gay and how people was talking about it. They was hating on her. And he would say to his friends, but he, she's bad at women. It's not like she's a dude being gay. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, you know, you know there's, a, there's a whole double standard when it comes to uh, gay people. A lot, a lot of, especially in the black community. Like, we, we be so quick to accept women being gay, but we won't accept men being gay. We won't accept it. You know what I'm saying? A lot, a lot of uh, there's a lot of high levels of homophobicism, homo, how, whatever it's called. There, there is, and it's sad that we can't accept these people for being dumb. We don't, you don't know what internal conflict people go through every day that wake up that are gay. They probably hate themselves for it. They probably feel like they'll never accept it. They have to hide it. They have to hide it. You know what I'm saying? He also spoke about how his cousin was gay as well. He he spoke about how. They accused his cousin of touching him when he was younger. And he told him that his cousin didn't. He spoke about how his mother was a victim of that as well. And I'm pretty sure that him learning, if whatever age he learned that at, um, that happened to his mother that had to hurt. Because no boy want to see their mother get hurt. No boy want to hear about, no black boy want to hear about their mother getting hurt. Because a lot of us, if we hear about our mother being hurt by somebody, it could have been 20 years ago. We ready to ride. We ready to rock out. We ready to rock out. It took, it had to take high levels of, of, of courage for him to speak on that. And that, that's, that's another problem I have in the community. That's another problem I have particularly in the black community. See, the black community is different from every other community out there. We are different. We are, our, our level of solidness is different. That, especially, that, that baby boomer era... If your if your parents are a little older, they was born in like the fifties or whatever, and like around that time, they're baby boomers. That baby boomer era, a lot of, a lot of y'all black families, and I, can, I can, I'm black, I can say this, I can say this, and I've seen it. A lot of a lot of black families, y'all hit shit, and it's not right. Y'all y'all hit things. Y'all, y- y'all a lot of people in the black community have known that there was molestation going on in their family. Men were forcing themselves on on women. Children, cousins, whoever, boys, all kind of stuff. And what y'all do, y'all hit it. Y'all covered it up. Not only did y'all hide it and cover cover it up, y'all pretended like it didn't happen, and y'all was still cool with these people. I don't care if that's your brother, your cousin, your uncle. Y'all was still going to, to, the, to the family reunions with them. Y'all was still going to the barbecues with them. Y'all was still doing Christmas with them. Y'all should all at a certain point look at your lives and be like, yo, we fumbled. We dropped the ball. Because y'all dropped the ball. Y'all did Y'all didn't, y'all neglected to check these people when y'all knew what they was doing. Y'all pretended like it wasn't happening. A lot of the old women that are our grandparents' age now, y'all sons was doing messed up stuff. And some of y'all daughters. And y'all was, what y'all did, y'all got them no type of help. Oh, that's my baby. He he mean well. No, he didn't mean well. He was doing stuff to people. And you can tell from this album, stuff like that was happening in Kendrick's family. And, and it hurts listening to it. It hurts listening to it. Because if... This is his album, and this is his way of healing, and him seeing it on the outside. What about the people that were the victims? When when are they going to get the hill? When did it? When 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 are they going to get the hill? When are they going to be able to release that? When and where are they going to be given their closure? You know what I'm saying? Like I I believe in karma. I, I believe in karma. There are people that they karma ain't hit them yet. Some of these people that went in these families, these older people that was doing that stuff, nah. They call me ain't hit him yet. You know what I'm saying? They might need a little incentive. Go bust his head open. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Look, I try not to preach violence on the show. I try, but but 
It's a level of realism nobody want to talk about. Nobody want to talk about that. There are women right now, man, unfortunately, that are of a certain age that have to wake up every single day. And men that have to wake up every single day and function, take their kids to school, go to work, pick their kids up from school, and act like nothing happened. And you know what they do before they go to bed? They cry at night. They cry about things that happened to them 20, 30 years ago. They do. It's unfair to them. It's unfair to them. It's unfair as y'all family members on the outside <clears throat> that know what happened to them and y'all still smiling in the face of these people that were that, that did whatever they did to them because they're victims. It's like it's like you're laughing at them for being victims. G is the boy Product Life of Product Podcast, episode 63. I love that Kendrick album. I, I listened to it. I lost count <laughs> how many times, man. Shouts out to everybody featured on the album. Shouts out to TDE as a label. I love y'all. I believe in y'all. I don't know y'all, but I got love for y'all, man. Straight up. Holla.